Hello and welcome everyone to episode 11 of One Piece at a Time, the One Piece read-through podcast where we read and discuss five chapters of the One Piece manga each and every week. I'm your host, Derek Bittner, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host and freelance letterer at Shonen Jump, Brandon Bovia. How you doing, Brandon? How's it going, everybody? Ready to talk about some One Piece today. Oh boy, we have we have uh, hit the hit the the good stuff. <laughs> I mean, we were already we're at good stuff good with shit. this arc already, but my god, these chapters. Yeah, oh, we we uh, it's it's just excellent, and I'm just like we we are just it, it really feels like we're in the thick of things now, and I'm I'm like just every every single episode of recording the show, I'm like, okay, all right, we've got some good stuff to talk about. Oh yeah, and this this feels like the first moment where I got those. That one piece hit, I guess I should say. Yeah, it's, it's where goosebumps, it's, man. it's like <laughs> you see it going, what's on the page, what's going down, and the emotions behind it. And you're like, hell yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just, mm, you feel it. You really, you feel it in your bones. Yeah, you really do. And, ah, oh, man, let's just get to it because uh, yeah. <laughs> chapter 51, it, it does not let up. It's just right there. But yeah, chapter mm-hmm. 51, Zoro Overboard. And of course, before we can actually get to it, we got Buggy saved from the giant crab by yeah. a mystery woman. Don't know anything about her. She has hearts on her sails. She has a big old pirate coat. And I mean, well, not even a pirate coat. I don't even, We don't even know what this woman is, really. Fancy coat and a gun. She shot the crab. I know who this woman is. I don't I don't know. Oh, if yeah. You're, I you're know who this woman is, but I'm going to play dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> one of the things I do is that rather than risk me letting slip something slip out, I just act dumb. So my tongue doesn't get tried. You know what? That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of wondering how much I should be teasing about things. I'd rather just play dumb. So if I play dumb, I mean, if I, yeah. if there's something that happened in a set of chapters that I act like I don't know, I know I'm just trying to protect myself from accidentally spoiling things. <laughs> I'm trying to, to find that balance between pointing out something that's like, Hey, this will be important for later. Or like, should, should they know that this is important for later? Like where, where, where should I fall on that line of commenting on something that I see? And I'm like, Hey, ah. yeah, it's one of those things like yeah. for, the, for the people who are re rereading this and know the story. It's like, Oh, look at this. Look at this. That, that That's the indicated, to, but to other people being like, Oh yeah. Yeah. What, what the heck? Because some of yeah. the fun later on is that this thing that seems completely unimportant becomes important later. Yeah. So there is one, something that come up, comes up in this batch's SBS that it's not plot important, but it is a cool nod that happens like 900 chapters from now. So Oh, wow. Wow. I do not know at all. I'll point that out until we see it. That's something I genuinely do not know. It is super, super not plot relevant, but one of those like, ah! see what you did there <laughs> nice <laughs> but yeah not nothing yeah. too much to say about this one other than we got this mystery woman and buggy is yeah, saved, buggy yet saved. Again. <laughs> a lot of the um cover stories in this batch just made me laugh oh like, yeah they're just genu- they're just genuinely funny and silly absolutely and ah it's it's it, it even feels like he's getting his pacing right for these sort of front page stories at this point, at this point, it's I. I love it. <laughs> Beyond that, we got a the doom as we got the, the face yeah, off oh, between Zoro and Mahawk. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I mean, Zoro's right. We meet at last sooner than I thought. Actually, it's like <laughs> yeah, way sooner. Yeah, it's like this. This feels like end boss territory. They're saying he's the greatest, and after what we just saw him do. The greatest swordsman of all time. He's <laughs> like, all right, the super boss is here, and here we have poor, poor little Zoro. Just like, uh. yeah, it's like, all right, I'm ready to challenge. I think, I think I'm good enough. 
uh, yeah. to take it on. But I still have I, friggin' Krieg being so petulant, saying, look what that dandy did to my ship. It's like, Shut <laughs> yeah, up, dude. <laughs> He's... He takes this surprisingly, um, and as we'll see um, a little bit later, I think in this chapter or the next, like for meeting up with the guy who like almost killed him and ruined his life and, and completely destroyed like 50 ships. The way that he approaches Mihawk is just like, all right, dude, you you clearly don't have your yeah. own best interests in mind. He is com- in complete denial. Yeah. No doubt. I, <laughs> it's, it's odd. <laughs> it's an odd, odd thing. But. Just to show how much of a super boss he is, Mahak takes a cross from around his neck and reveals that it's actually a small knife. And yep. he just all he says is, I'm not the kind of fool who hunts rabbits with a cannon, <laughs> <laughs> which is a really great line. That's oh, it's so good. He, he, he knows that he is just head and shoulders above everybody else here. You know, and he, and he goes on to say it here about how like the East Blue is like the tamest of all of the seas in mm-hmm. the world. So he's just like, this is like, I'm here at Weenie Hut Juniors. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm about to school Th- all of you. Is this you. the first time we've had it labeled between East, South, North, and West Blue? I think this is this might be the first time we've had at least had like the diagram. Mm-hmm. Is I, I think some people don't really understand the like the geography of the One Piece world. But so I guess this is a good time as any to explain it where you have like the red line, which is just like a giant continent going through cutting through the the globe vertically and then the grand line is like perpendicular yeah imagine the grand the grand uh what is it the um the oh god i'm forgetting basic geography the vertical line that's basically the equator on earth that being a giant landmass that just circles the entire globe while the the grand line is the equator going around the entire planet yeah pretty much so just an easy way to break the down. For, for some reason, it took me a long time to wrap my head around this, because when you think about it, like the One Piece world is so big and we see so much of it, but it takes place in like this tiny little chunk. Yeah, you could have a complete yeah, spinoff manga of somebody just wanting to cross the entire red line, just walk the entire you red could. line. You could. That is a whole chunk of the story we just have like don't see for the yeah. most part. It's just like, what's on the red line? Oh. It, there's so much land there. Like, what is happening there? So much is focused on the seas and the islands in, yeah. in there. But it is interesting that East Blue is considered the tamest. And there's something somebody corrected me on because I'm just so used to later on, as we've mm-hmm. mentioned. But there's a reason everybody's freaked out about Luffy in this because East Blue is considering the tamest. And so, of course, they don't see people with devil, pow- devil fruit powers. Yeah, of course. It, it just makes sense. Yeah, if that this is this is yeah, this is sort of like the probably the most relatively normal part of the One Piece world. Yeah, uh, maybe at least as far as the the ocean and all the islands are concerned, at least. Yeah, it, it feels yeah. like it. And then we just got the, the ha twisted the knife a little bit more. This is the small. Mm. Sorry, this is the smallest knife I got. I love that expression <laughs> on Weehawk where he's just like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it's just like eh, oh. it is what it is. And yeah. then he shows what he's made of, just blocking all three swords from Zoro's Onigiri. And yeah, he just, just, it's just, it, it really feels like that level one character up against the level 100 super it boss. It really like, does. Especially uh, when they show the uh, close up of his hand holding it. Yeah. And it, it looks like he only has his three fingers on it. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. That, yeah. just, oh, wow. Man. <laughs> and, and this is this is established like this is this is the onigiri which is like basically zoro's like like special attack yeah that is and we and we, we've seen it down 
pretty much everything that comes across it. And here we just have Mihawk like, eh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's it's nothing. It he, he goes wild and he just gets flicked away. And it, it just seems like nothing. And he's like, even, even Mihawk's cr- uh, critiquing him as it's going on. It's like, man, you're so heavy handed. It's just not even worth my time. <laughs> yeah, it's not even worth it. The, the context of this fight is obviously completely different. This sort of matchup reminds me of um, in, in Dragon Ball when Trunks first shows up. And, oh, and you, yeah. have, you, you have him asking to fight Goku and then like Goku just puts up his finger and blocks all of Trunks' sword attacks. Like it feels that that's what this fight feels like. To Which me. has always been a great source of pow- uh, like demonstration of power of just how strong Goku is in, in relation <laughs> yeah. to Frieza at that moment because Trunks just took care of all that with no issue and Goku's <laughs> yeah. apparently even stronger. So it's like, Cut my Frieza God. in half and block that same sword with his, with his index finger. Mm-hmm. But of course, we got that classic shonen bit where as he's fighting and like, I got to win, I've got to defeat this man. Flashbacks to Kuina, flashbacks to the promise, flashbacks to him becoming the pirate hunter, flashbacks to him meeting Johnny and Yusaku, wanting to partner up. And I like that this as he's thinking about this, Mihawk is just like, what drives you? Why do you fight so hard when you can't win? You you sort of see, and I I guess that's sort of the whole point of this fight, right? Like. I mean, at, at this point, he's still questioning, you know, he just sees Zoro as like a nobody, but like Zoro eventually is like like slowly breaking him down. Not not in terms of like fight, uh-huh. but just like spirit. Yeah, in terms of spirit. And like he's he's sort of slowly getting his approval almost. Kind of, kind of. It's almost like yeah. an audition. <laughs> yeah, an audition's a good way to put it. Yeah. And, and the great thing about this is we've seen this time and time again of... Luffy watching other fights and just sort of remaining stoic. Yeah. Not so much here. He does stop Johnny Osaku from jumping in when you can tell that he wants to do something. Like he, Luffy's over here sweating. Veins are popping out. He is uh, set to go. Nervous. It is unbelievable. Uh, like th- this is a very different ob- observant Luffy. Yeah. Where he's just so holding himself back almost more than Johnny and Yosaku. I definitely think there's this panel here on on the next page where. Zoro is specifically thinking about what Luffy said when they met, you know, where he's like, the world's greatest swordsman, the king of the pirates needs him, he has to join my crew. And, like, I guess it's just, we're able to establish that being the greatest swordsman means, it basically, it means everything to Zoro in this moment. Yeah. And, and being, being the greatest swordsman means everything to his friendship with Luffy. It's never said, but Luffy's belief in him becoming the greatest swordsman, I think, also fuels him. Yeah, that's a. I hadn't thought about it that way, but you're right. It's 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 that sort of, you know, when you have somebody that believes in your dream, you kind of appreciate it. And yeah, I think that's the thing is that Luffy believes in his dream, and we can take by extension, Zoro believes in Luffy's dream, and mm-hmm. everywhere they go, people doubt them, but they prove themselves, and this is his chance to truly prove himself mm-hmm, uh, against mm-hmm. Mahawk. Does not work out so well because even the Tiger Hunt, the <laughs> other move we've seen him use and uh, to great yep. effect, just gets stabbed right in the chest. Not the heart, like seems like below the heart, like mid ribs. Yeah. Just, oh, man, that that face of Luffy's just, again, grinding his teeth, holding himself back. Yeah. Just mm, not done. It's hard, it's hard to it's hard to watch him watch your first mate just get completely roughed up like this. Yeah. And then we get to the really great moment here where Mihawk's like, 
you're not backing up. You want your guts count out? Why aren't you retweet, retweet, ret, ret, not retweeting, but retreating? <laughs> <laughs> and th- then we get to see Zoro's conviction where if I go back even one step, my vow, my ambition, everything I care about will be shattered and all my dreams will be lost forever. So mm-hmm. I can't retreat. And he's like, I prefer death to defeat. With this scene, I remembered that conversation we had a while back with the SBS where Oda was basically like, this is why I don't kill off that many characters in the story is because defeat is like, you know, it is the complete rejection of their ideals and living with that is worse than death. And you're seeing this with Zoro in this moment. That's You're exactly right on that. And because of that, because of that strength in in ideals, that's what impresses Mahawk. So he's like, he gets his name and he's like, wow. Okay. It's been a while since I've met somebody actually this brave. And so I'll send you to death with my actual sword, which God, that thing's (laughs) awesome. It's awesome. And it's just such a cool, like, this is the approval. (laughs) Like Mm. instead of playing, playing around with you with a little, with a little knife. Yeah. It's like the fact that I'm going to take you down with this, that is a big thing. Again, Luffy's straining <laughs> to hold himself back. And we get a new move from Zoro. Mm-hmm. 3,000 worlds. I love this one. Oh, it looks so cool. And then as you can see it, like his swords, two of his swords just broke. Yeah. <laughs> Kawina's sword stands firm, but his other two swords shatter like nothing. And yeah. you just yeah. see them just going all like around. Glass. He sheaths Kawina's sword and then just turns around with his arms widespread. And yep. I'll be honest, I'm still I'm getting teary eyed looking at this once again. Wounds yeah. on the back are a swordsman swordsman's shame, and just that magnificent. So good. It's like <laughs> and he's just yep. Mm. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Mihawk's like, all right, bet. <laughs> just just cuts him right through. <laughs> yeah, and that and then yeah, uh, obviously Luffy, you know, yelling out Zoro is like that pink. He's sort of breaking. <laughs> oh yeah, his his restraint. Yeah, he, he can't is... bear to watch this much for much longer. But no. yeah, whole. We haven't gotten into the aftermath of this yet, but just even, oh man, this chapter is so good. Oh yeah, <laughs> this fight is excellent. It is it is one of the most defining moments of Zoro's character. It sells him so much because we've seen him fight from the brink, being injured time and time again to just even the odds, and that sort of put the idea that he's that strong. And now that he has no wounds, he's all set. There's nothing to worry about, and it's not enough. Him at a hundred percent is close. not enough to even damage Mahawk but the strength of spirit has always been there and that's definitely enough to take care of it and man what a way to end the chapter oh man oof oof love it absolutely (laughs) love it shall we move on to the next one which is even more pain (laughs) yeah and you can tell it's a big moment one this is technically theoretically the year year mark probably a little here and there but 52 chapters is a year now uh, of One Piece, and what a panel to start it on. Chapter 52, The Oath, where yep. it's just Zoro. It was obviously colored at the time, but mm-hmm. blood spurting yeah. out, and all you just see that, from that is... That just, angle with, with the black blade. Oh, it's just oh, so... It looks like it's part of his coat, and it looks awesome. It does, yeah. Oh, it's so sick. <laughs> but that line, don't be in a hurry to die, and then, yep. then you get... All the primary players. <laughs> I, I loved all these, all the characters showing up in this arc. You got Johnny yeah. Yusaku doing their own weird thing. Patty just hanging out <laughs> in the O. It's fun. It's a good time. <laughs> oh, but what's not a good time is... <laughs> no. Zoro gets those wounds. Luffy is just lost it. Johnny Yusaku have lost it. 
Sanji can't understand it. And even the uh, in, uh, Krieg's crew is like, yep, that's the Grand Line, all right. Even Zoro can't handle it. And then we get something interesting here where Sanji seems to be really affected by this. He's like, you should have abandoned your stupid, stupid dream. I think he's saying hmm. this, yeah, for, for a reason. Yeah, that definitely seems like a reason. It might even tie into why he wants to stick with the ship, with mm-hmm, the Barati, mm-hmm. despite Zeph clearly trying to get him off the ship and taunting him and whatnot. But that's for another time. Uh, yeah. In the meantime, with Zoro splashing into the water, now Luffy steps in and Johnny Yusaku yeah, go to just... rescue him. And Luffy goes straight for straight for Mahawk, grabbing the railing on the other side. You know that's a damn you, not a darn you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I do find it funny, I, I guess, just because of all that had been happening. Like, th- this is where Sanji and all of the Baratier crew are just like, wait, he can what? You know? Yep. It's like, oh, geez, yeah. he's, a, he's a devil fruit user. And yeah. <laughs> e- even Mahawk commends Luffy on withholding until the fight, his own battle was at an end. And yep. then just yep. calmly steps aside. So Luffy just buries himself <laughs> in the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. That that's always even even when things is, are as serious as they are, you can always count on, on Luffy's just just Looney Tunes antics to lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, absolutely. And then you get the reveal. It's like, don't worry, he's alive. He's alive. He's okay. They get they get him aboard jo- uh, Johnny Yosaku's ship. Yeah, you get to see his actual first name, Dracul. Mahawk, which yeah, yeah, he looks like Dracula. Yeah, (laughs) he looks like a vampire. (laughs) I I dig it. I I dig a vampire swordsman. But yeah, yeah, he's like, it's too soon for you to die. Discover yourself, see the world, and grow strong. And however long it'll take, I will await you on the top. Strive to surpass me. Good speech. What a recognition of his abilities. Yeah. He's basically that, that that is an acknowledgement from the strongest swordsman in the world. <laughs> oh yeah, and that that has to mean something. It's like you yeah. see that potential of mm-hmm. uh, what it could be, and I think that's why it hits because you you see how much it means to Zoro, even despite yeah. the Queen's backstory being not the best. You know, being a little weak. Yeah. In the grand yeah, scheme. I, I, I had also thought about, I, I while reading the chapters for this week, I had r- remembered what we had discussed with the flashback with Queen and stuff, which is still something I, I, you know, I don't particularly care for it, but what it meant to establish for Zoro in this moment, I think is excellent. Yeah. Like, it, it was something we needed. Even it, if it might you know, be was... better, the, the placement in the anime for when that flashback mm-hmm. takes place might be better, because it happens before they reach Barati. Mm. And... You know, it gets its own episode, so it gets fleshed out a little bit more. That makes sense, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think I think this is a case where the anime probably handled it better as far as it's, where it's placed and how you expanded upon it to make it hit that much harder. Yeah, I might have to go back and rewatch that. Yeah, it's That's still sudden. Then. It's still absolutely sudden. <laughs> yeah, there's no excuse, but <laughs> you know, there's only so much they can really do. But even I, I like that. Even Zeph is like, huh? Why would Hawkeye say something like that? It's like it's just kind of questioning it. And Mahawk is even saying like, oh man, you trying to be king of the pirates is even more perilous than trying to surpass me. <laughs> Luffy's just defiant. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I feel, uh, I feel like even with, with that one line, it still holds true even today in establishing just like how big the world is. And even, even though Mihawk is in fact the greatest swordsman in the world, even he acknowledges, like, oh, King of the Pirates, like, whoa, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a big deal. And I, I think 
this is a good bar to set. This this establishes something that we'll see in every every sword fight that from now on that Zoro gets into, every battle he faces, that person is still weaker than Mahawk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is what's that, that that is again setting the power level. It's not mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you beat Mahawk and all of a sudden there's an even stronger swordsman though. No, like this is the top. This is yep. what he has to beat. Yeah. I'm not much for like power scaling when it comes to how I enjoy my shonen, but I do I do appreciate I'm sure it's not like that when you get into the nitty-gritty, but One Piece for the most part is sort of like, no, this is this is what we are going to establish and like we're not just going to be like, oh, but what about the guy above him? What about the guy above him? Like, there's a very, it's a very natural progression, and it doesn't feel like even today it hasn't really broken that. You know, like mm-hmm. we're still dealing with a lot of like the factions and the levels within those fa- like separate factions that are like slowly being established right now. Yeah, it's yeah, ah, good stuff, and even it's better, so- really. Is that they're saying how he's like alive but unconscious, and then all of a sudden the hand goes up with the sword. <laughs> uh-huh. Zoro calls out to Luffy, and you can see this bond between them. It's like, Were you worried if I fail to become the greatest swordsman, you'll be disappointed, right? Oh, and then man. declaring, Never again, I will never lose again. And he's he's just crying and coughing up blood. Yeah, it's so hard. It's one of the most iconic Zoro moments in in the entire series. Like just straight up. <laughs> and that's something to be fun to keep track of. Will Zoro lose again? I don't know. <laughs> I uh, that's one thing I don't remember genuinely. So mm. be fun to keep track of that. Yeah. And Luffy just laughs and it's like, all right, right? Like he still has full confidence in it, confidence in him. Mahawk even seems satisfied. It's like, oh, cool, this yeah. stupid pirate. And because because here's the thing, stupid pirate indeed. Krieg decides to taunt him. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm like, Krieg did not learn his lesson. No, like you coming in, coming into to talk smack after he just clowned on you to come all the way to chase you back from the Grand Line because he was bored. Yeah. Took a, took out his entire armada, found somebody he's actually interested in and likes to, you know, it's like, all right, this wasn't a, too much of a waste of a time. Oh, I'm yeah. going to go take a nap. I do love this line from his crew. He's like, if the man wants to go for the love of God, let him go. <laughs> exactly. And I, I think it just goes, it kind of goes into his head because you've had your fun, but I've only been on the receiving end. And I think yeah. that's the thing that, that Krieg has convinced himself of is that if I had the chance to attack him, it wouldn't have been ended up in this. He, he surprised me. He ambushed me and we weren't ready. But if I had the yep. upper hand, if I was the one on the attack, I could take him. And and, and we see that. Yeah. It, yeah all, the- all it does is Mihawk is just done. He just like sends up a big wave of wa- uh, water, sends the crew kind of flying and vanishes, essentially. That's mercy. Yep. He had mercy. Yeah. Krieg is so freaking lucky here. He really is. <laughs> and I, I love, again, the, the bond between Usopp and Luffy, where it's like, set sail, go after Nami. And Usopp's like, right, I'll go after her. You get the cook to join us. Like, even Usopp's behind, like, yeah. <laughs> recruiting Sanji at this point. <laughs> we, all, we all know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. And Usopp, despite his fear being like, earlier on, like, uh, we should, should we really go to the Grand Line? He's like, when we got everybody together, we'll sail for the Grand Line. I love that Usopp is the one to, to say this. Yeah. You know, he's, he's throwing his hat back to uh, Luffy's ba- hat back to him. I'm a big sucker for those like, you know, go, we'll leave this to you. We have to, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
then we end the chapter with uh, how Luffy's going to get out of his year-long chore boy duty. If I yeah. chase these guys off, he gets out of out of it and Zeph agrees. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right. Sure, that works for me. Yeah. Uh, again, great, great stuff. Oh, it's so good. All right, chapter 53, Mackerel Head, which is just a great title. <laughs> a great title. We got a great uh, cover story here, too, where our mysterious woman and Buggy are both, they got a, you know, yeah. she's holding a paper that says search for, it's got a picture of Luffy on it, and they're just pointing at it. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, I'm, I'm after this guy, do you know him? And, of course, Buggy freaks out because that's all he does. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, I love how his body just bursts apart. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Not too much else to say, but continuing mm-hmm. the plot, as it were, of that uh, whole little so- side story. And yep. uh, I guess with Mahawk gone, Kree's like, all right, well, back to business. Take the ship. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was a little, a little side story. <laughs> yeah, it really <laughs> was. Version. Yeah, like, oh, oh that happened. <laughs> And I think that's another reason Creed kind of comes across as not as interesting to me. And we'll, again, we'll see as we get further into this whole battle. But putting Mahawk next to him really does not do him any favors. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, when you've got one of, even to this day, I think one of the coolest characters in One Piece. Anybody will not favor, uh, will not compare favorably. Uh, but when you're when you have as little going on upstairs as Krieg, you know, it's just kinda, <laughs> <you> know. <laughs> true enough. I mean, his his whole thing is still like, ah, with this silly ship, uh, it's better than posing as a Navy ship or waving the white flag. We can just say we're, you know, we can go around any ship without arousing suspicion and launch a surprise attack. Yeah. It's like we'll we'll cheat by pretending to be chefs. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> And, he's, and he just shows the quality of pirates he goes after. They're seas rotten with out-of-work pirates. So assembling another fleet should be no problem at all. Mm-hmm. And, of course, another pirate decides to raise dissent. And uh, <laughs> like, it's like, hey, we're still going to meet guys like Hawkeye and get shot in the face. <laughs> Got a lot of these pirate captains killing their crews, crewmen. In, in the manga. <laughs> yeah, he's just, uh, you're going to run out of henchmen if you keep shooting them. True. And then he actually says that Mahawk was only able to do it with the power because he had the power of a devil fruit and that the, you know, the Grand Line's crawling with people like that. It's it's like, man, I got shades of Mr. Satan at this. It's like, <laughs> it's just some dirty trick. Yeah, yeah, it's all, it's all mirrors. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the only way that could have happened. Yeah, he had to have had a devil fruit, clearly. Yeah, but again, he's already sort of reassemble events events in his head where it's like ah when he broke my ship he probably used some devil fruit power on the grand line <laughs> the, even the the straw hat kid will just be another pirate but red shoes zef he sailed the grand line and he must know some secret for sailing among those freaks <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just he's so convinced that zef has all the answers and that he can still pull this off where he lost me when he says like with luck you know his logbook will have the location of one piece too and i'm just like that's a bit of a stretch, buddy. Yeah, that's for like, sure. That's, I I mean, mm, mm. he is. T- okay. I, I'm being yeah. reminded of why I just uh, as when I watched the anime, I just was not a fan of Creek. Yeah, uh, he's he's kind of dumb. I'll, yeah, no, he's not doing a lot of favors. No, <laughs> really not. But Luffy's excited because, like, wow, they're worked up. This should be fun. And I love this imagery of his just him hanging off of the side of of Baratier, uh, <laughs> with all of the all the chefs behind him. Yeah, so Sanji's like tower of smoke. <laughs> Ridiculous. 
I love how Zeph mentions is like, man, I couldn't hope for a better deal. If you stayed aboard my ship, it would be it'd just be a wreck. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't mentioned it much, but I, I, I love Zeph. He, he's surprisingly down to earth for, for such an over-the-top cartoon character. That's a good way to put it because he just yeah. has a comment for everything. He just sort of like, he seems kind of above it all, but also kind of in it all. It, it, it's a great combination. Yeah, at the same time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely I, I laughed at that comment. He's like, if you if you stay here, my ship is not going to survive. Yeah, <laughs> just go. And we get to see some cool features of the Barati because Sanji instructs another cook to open up the fins. And <laughs> it gets more banter between the two of them. Oh, the banter's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good between Sanji and Zeph. But I love how Zufi, Luffy's just so gung-ho to get these guys taken care of that he just rocks, rockets over to Krieg's pirates and close hangs like 10 of them at once. Yeah. It's like, okay, all right. We, we have now reached the uh, the Muso part of the story arc where we're just going to have Luffy take out like dozens of guys all at once. Yeah. And I love the fearlessness of him because he is among a wrecked ship. Yeah. It's, if he, he will sink as like an anchor, if he t- it gets into the water and he's just casually taking out people and yeah. clinging onto whatever he can amongst all this wreckage and is just not even phased. Yeah. And then, and Creek even points that out and he's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> then we get Patty and Hey, we learned the name of the other guy, Carne. Yeah. Which, man, it took a long time for them to reveal that. <laughs> Got some, some sort of weird thing going on where things are unfolded, things are clanking, things are moving in the, in the it's ship. It's basically and, a mech. Yeah, kind of. And Luffy is incredibly <laughs> impressed. Yeah, he's getting hyped. <laughs> and then you see it, and it's the least impressive thing ever. Yeah, I just, I just, I love that page turn, and it just, boop, it's just the little, the little fish head of the ship popping out. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then they're, they're, um, the two chefs are like, they're screaming at each other, like, you roll faster. <laughs> no, it's just, it ends up just being a paddle boat. <laughs> it, it reminds me of one of those like Team Rocket gimmicks from the Pokemon anime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where they would just be yelling at each other uh, in one of these little stupid machines. But it has such a great payoff, too, because it seems yeah, so yeah. far away from the pirates. And then all of a sudden, it's there when they say full speed yeah, ahead. It's here. <laughs> yeah. Sure, they are strong, but then they, they fire on the pirates and like, man, they are wrecking havoc. <laughs> it's it's the great just like, oh, you think it's going to be something awesome. And then you get the reveal. Oh, it looks really dumb. But then, oh, it's actually really awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then we see the fins. I love this underwater shot showing the wreckage, the fish, yeah, and seeing them come cool. from below. So we yeah. get this platform for everybody to fight on. Yeah, we, we've been spending pages on this of just like all of this is like all of like the setup of them getting the arena ready. It's yeah, so cool. it's it's <laughs> like, all right, get ready for a rumble. Here's how it all goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luffy's impressed. I love his wow faces. Yeah, yeah. Even Krieg's <laughs> impressed. Like, oh, I want it even more now. This, I want that toy. Yeah, I mean, hey, everyone's like, hey, this, that's pretty sick. <laughs> The restaurant basically can transform into a tournament arena. Pretty much. That's what it seems like. And the pirates start boarding, got them facing off against the sea cooks while Patty and Carne, in the mackerel head, again, I love that name, and just fire all yeah, over Just Krieg. straight at Krieg. Yep. Yeah. And I got to say, I did forget about this. I, yeah. I, I completely forgot that Krieg had some power behind him beyond just his armor and guns. Yeah, like he's able to, like the, the mackerel head, like he just... He just yeets it basically, and like it, it looks like it's like it's like several times bigger than him. Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, immense compared to him, and he just tosses away like nothing. 
which mm. man, it's a good thing they had that because he was not seeming that impressive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we we had to get that show of 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 strength, but the next one is even cooler. <laughs> oh yeah, oh I, I, yeah. even before that, I loved how Luffy. Every time he's like, "I'm," Krieg is like, "I'm going to be the ruler of the world seas," or "I'm going to be king of the pirates." Luffy's like, "No, you're not. That's me." Yeah, yeah. He's like, he he can't let it go. <laughs> no. Anytime, anytime that passes through his ears, he has to correct. It. It's like, um, no, I'm sorry, you're wrong. It's me. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Sanji almost. Is, would you call this showing like is lifting it more impressive than kicking it away while it's already flying? I'm guessing so. I think it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, Sanji just and Sanji kicking knows. it away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so just, good. Yeah, and just, yeah. He just has just that that mid air shot and just. Mm. <laughs> and we're finally getting an idea of what Sanji's capable of. We've seen him beat up on yeah. people, but not really his full fighting strength. And I, we got the tease of what it's actually going to be like, which is which is oh, pretty yeah. great. Not too much to comment on as far as the uh, after the end of the chapter, where it's just like, hey, cut out these buggy faces and <laughs> oh yeah, it's got a little extra. Own. That's that's funny. It's really funny and horrifying, but it's still kind of <laughs> Hor- horrifying, but also. Also, quite within character. That is very true. Also, I don't. I hate that he gave him emoji face, <laughs> emoji lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! But yeah, let's go ahead and get right to chapter fifty-four because it. Man, we are in the thick of it. And it's so yeah, freaking yeah, good. It's, oh boy! But then we've got the um the cover story here where we've got we have a pirate alliance going on with uh, the mysterious woman and buggy. It's it's good stuff. I, I uh, we got chapter fifty four Pearl, and again buggy eating and yeah he's eating even though he doesn't have a body or and and he's he's drinking and I it's mm, mm. yeah I I don't I get we asked this before but I still don't know how it works but this does confirm that this woman is a pirate yes so interesting stuff there but yeah they're they're both after Luffy now so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> We get the aftermath where the kick basically deflected it from the ship itself, but still landed in the deck. Yeah. <laughs> and all it does is piss off Patty and Carney. It's like, you yeah. trying to kill us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I love Sanji so nonchalantly. Yeah. <laughs> Again, the banner between Sanji and the rest of the cooks are so fun. You really get a sense of their relationship. <laughs> mm-hmm. just, just through the ways that they're just constantly just like talking trash to each other. Oh yeah, but yeah, we're we're really into the thick of things now, where we've you know we've got like the pirates and the cooks having the showdown here on the ship. Yeah, and not going so well for the cooks. Turns out they actually Krieg actually has some tough pirates take down the cooks, and I mean these guys are essentially the strongest of the East Blue, so I guess it makes sense that it'd be they'd be tough. It wasn't just a pure numbers game. He he did have some quality in there. There's there's, there's something behind all that talk. Not a whole lot. But At least bit. for East Blue standards, yeah. as far as we can tell. Also, I mm-hmm. love the random words that Krieg's pirates have on their shirts. I, oh, I yeah. mentioned up to this point, but throughout it, we've seen pi- I've seen shirts with war, baby, now Billy Wood. I'm like, what? Billy Wood. What, what the heck even? is going on here? <laughs> there was one I noticed. I, I think it's in the in the next chapter, but. <laughs> it did make me laugh. I'll, I'll, I'll point it out if I see it. But yeah, the, the, now that Patty and Carney are back and all the other f- cooks are taken out, these two seem to be the strongest. 
And I, I love Patty going into like why they're protecting it so much. It was like, we've been cooks for more than 10 years. We worked in 300 restaurants, but we always got fired for fighting. <laughs> you got fired 300 times. <laughs> That's impressive. He must be a hell of a cook still. <laughs> and all that. He didn't put it on his resume, okay? Yeah, I guess that's Zef, a good point. Zeph didn't ask about that gap in his employment history. Didn't, didn't worry about those references or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why it's so important. It's like we can fight to yeah. our heart's content. Where yeah. We get to be chefs. It's, it's our life's dream. It's our treasure. and It's it's a place where they get to belong. And that if that ain't one piece, then what is? Yeah. Again, we get an establishment of power here where... The, reg- the cooks aren't as strong as the pirates, but Patty and Carne are stronger than stronger than those pirates. You get to see sort of the hierarchy here. It's, it's sort of why they've been highlighted. They, they, they are the toughest ones. Yeah. And then we get the most random reveal ever. Just out of yeah. nowhere. This, this guy's a real gimmick character. <laughs> we just, yeah, we just see this weird shield thing splash through the water almost like a turtle. Come yeah. <laughs> up on deck and smack away the two with no effort. Yeah. It's so weird because the guy <laughs> ostensibly has a kind of handsome face. Yeah, he just dresses up like a dork. <laughs> he has all these shields and you see the rest of his body. Yeah. I and don't we would even, talk about the Meow Band Brothers and Siam, which, you know, I, you know, I yeah. finally remembered his name, but how weird he looked. This guy might up there. He might be yeah, up he, there. Short, up stubby there. legs and the widest possible body you can imagine. <laughs> just thick. I, this, and this is the Invincible Pearl, apparently Krieg's second unit commander. <laughs> it's just... So, somehow he rose up through the ranks. Yeah. It's... Okay. I mean, he definitely seems tough. His punch is called the Pearl Surprise. <laughs> and and then we get this wonderful moment between Patty and, and Sanji because a pirate. Yeah, I really like this one. Yeah, it, it again puts Sanji where it puts you in Sanji's mindset where he's yeah. he sees this pirate trying to take Patty's knife, and mm-hmm. Patty grabs the blade, cuts his own hand trying to hold yeah, on to bleeding. it. So that's enough to upset Sanji. Just kicks him away into other pirates. Yeah, all of these panels with. Like, there's so much energy behind Sanji, like, kicking the crap out of somebody. Mm-hmm. I just, I love the way Oda draws it. Where It's like, because Sanji's wearing, like, a two-piece suit, it's like, his whole body is just, like, a mass of black ink. And there's not there's not a lot of internal detail. So you just got, you just get these massive shapes that yeah. really, they're, they're able to sell these the impact. hard lines yeah, that really yeah. do it. And then the, the power, he gets, the, you get the speed of this guy being sent off. The knife yeah. flipping up, him crashing into other pirates, which is still strong enough to gather up those pirates until they all hit Pearl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's such a cool sequence. Oh, yeah. Again, showing off what Sanji's capable of. And Sanji just saying, yeah, a chef's knife is his soul. Don't touch it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> and he protects it for first Patty, yeah. but <laughs> hold it tightly while you die. I'll take care of him. <laughs> <He doesn't... laughs> He still has this air of not caring about him, but obviously yeah. he does care. It's just forked tongue. <laughs> he, has, he shows it in his own very abrasive way. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and then we get to see Sanji's whole thing where he just, the pirates start to come after him and he just gets up on his hands, starts whipping his feet around, takes them all out in one go. It's, it's so cool. 
and is most upset about them calling him lousy cooks. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love the um the close-ups at the top of the page where it's just like one panel for each of the goons and they all have Sanji's foot in their face. <laughs> <laughs> you just just seeing them get kicked. It, it feels like in slow motion almost. It's the emphasis. <laughs> it's like slowing down time just to see it. Again, you're talking yeah. about those black lines with Sanji where you can just, the perspective of his foot straight out. Yeah, it's powerful. <laughs> it's so good and oh man I, I i love it then we get an explanation for sanji's kind of gimmick a yeah. cook's hands are his life so we can't risk damaging them in battle so he only fights with his feet which yeah <sighs> ridiculous it's ridiculous but i feel like the the cool thing about sanji or, or maybe the coolest parts about him are the ways in which being a cook contributes to his character mm-hmm. and and his fighting style. So I mean, of course, it's not it's it's not only that he's a cook, but that he's a cook that fights with his legs and also gets really pissed off if he wastes food. Like yeah. I feel I feel like it's sort of like the sum of all of these different parts of his character that are about both fighting and feeding people that all seem to work together. Yeah, every inch of him is all about being a cook, what it means to be yeah. a cook, his yeah. sort of philosophy. And I like how the further we go, the more we get these layers peeled back where it's not just bam, here's his story. It's yeah. you yeah. Sl- it's a slow rollout of us kind of learning about Sanji and Yeah. I'll admit when he first showed up in the anime, he was one of my favorites. I just loved his gimmick. Yeah, he's he's really cool. Yeah. And uh, it sort of has a similar energy to um, seeing Captain Kuro for the first time. And you see him do like the silly thing with his glasses with the, the palm of his hand. And then you and then you find out later that he does that because he has like Wolverine claws. It sort of feels like that with Sanji. It, it is how bit. Oda establishes a character through through their actions and their I guess like their personality and how they view the world and then you sort of after a little while that you peel back the curtain and you see okay this is why this character is like acting this way yeah it's, yeah it's, but you, you see them through the just like you get these little hints here and there that mm-hmm. I really like it's extremely well done and yeah we get our setup for the next fight Pearl versus Sanji it looks like and yeah it's, it's and he's, he's gassing himself up he's the invincible Ironwall he's never yep. shed blood in a single battle 61 battles to the death. He's won them all without ever losing blood. He is just (laughs) that tough. And uh, it's just no cuts. He is the shield man. And I'm handsome too. (laughs) (laughs) I love the little sparkle. (laughs) Uh, Luffy's even kind of thrown off by this. But of course, Krieg never wanted to pass up an opportunity. He uses a ball and chain to smash the pole that Luffy's on. And then smash Luffy himself with it. It's like, okay, we got a a dual battle going on at this point. So we're getting ready for the fight between Pearl and and Sanji. He blocks his uh, kick with that Pearl shield. And it seems to be setting up for that. And then Luffy crashes into the back of his head, causing it to (laughs) smash into his own shield. (laughs) And Luffy's just like... It's a team up attack, technically. Technically, yeah. I also love the like nonplus way of uh, Luffy's like, whew, that scared me. Just brushing himself off. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's enough that to give Pearl a bloody nose and yep. everybody starts freaking out. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And even, and even Krieg is just like, this is bad. Yeah, it's like, oh, no. That's the end of the chapter. We'll have to learn more about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then we got our S- next SBS. And, huh. 
I, <laughs> there's not really too much to say other than him covering for himself when there's a continuity error. Because oh. the mountain bandits broke enter the tavern and break a door. But why is it fixed when they live? And he just invents a new character to like he has to fix things right away. It's not an error on my part. <laughs> this is this is this is the thing that comes up in nine hundred chapters. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It, it's it, it's a it's a real it's a blink and you miss it. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it. It's it's nothing hugely plot important or anything like that. But it's 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 such a it's such a giga brain callback. What what a you know, Oda is kind of the opposite of Toriyama, where Toriyama can barely remember things, and Oda remembers everything. <laughs> everything. I at least think he's he's good at hand waving stuff, and we'll go back and reread. Yeah, <laughs> there's, there's definitely there's definitely huge things that have been planned since the beginning, but there's little things like the 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 other side of the brick joke with Mister Minatomo sort of coming in. <laughs> there's I, I would have to imagine he just was sort of flipping through volumes one day. It was like, oh, okay, yeah. I have a good place to put that joke. Yeah, where can where can we do or, or this? Not even a joke. It's just a little. It's a little nod, if anything. It's it's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> yeah, it brings us to chapter fifty five, Jungle Blood, and <laughs> this this cover story just broke me <laughs> it's so good the buggies we finally see buggy's crew after getting chased out of town they recovered yeah. buggy's other parts that are still tied up which makes me wonder if they untied them if they would just naturally go like, back to buggy over the miles yeah what is the range on, on his double fruit but yeah they're, they're, they're throwing like a little funeral for him they got a little they got a little picture of him hung up <laughs> it's so wonderful and they're all they're all crying oh my god it's, it's so funny <laughs> i i it's so silly and what a great way to end for the i guess that's our cliffhanger for the chapter titles because you know this being yeah. our last chapter but going into the chapter itself time to learn why uh Pearl does not like getting a bloody nose. It's like, yeah. it, like everybody's begging with him. It's like, calm down, calm down. Uh, it's like, oh no. And, and, and like, Pearl's like, my, my shield has failed. This guy's dangerous. And mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> both Sanji and Luffy are just not caring. It's like, Luffy's even just picking his nose at it's going on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just a little blood. <laughs> you know? Don't worry. And then Pearl sets himself on fire. Yeah. That's a thing. Just uh, yeah, he just he just sets himself on fire as as one does when you start bleeding. Yeah, that's natural. Apparently, that's a thing he does when he was in the jungle. How did he not burn the jungle down? Yeah, this is I, I think <laughs> he this is one of the most gimmicky side bad guys. Like I think e- even more so than the Miaoban brothers, or <laughs> it feels it feels like th- this is such a specific thing to get such a specific thing to happen. And it's it's not yeah. that I'm it's not that I dislike it, but it's just more of a like this is really this is really dumb. It really is like he's out of nowhere. He's just I think he works because his design is so strange so in a ridiculous. compelling way, unlike the Mialbahan yeah. brothers who are just sort of <laughs> yeah, they're 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 just kind of disgusting to look at. I I would almost prefer less explanation if he was just like oh one of our crewmates just set himself on fire <laughs> like, but somehow make weird. that would somehow make more sense than trying to be like oh he did it as a as a protective mechanism when he was a kid and he just the, the if you if you're a pirate why why did they let this guy into their i'm thinking about this way too much i know I, exactly it's, it's one of those <laughs> things when you start thinking about it, it's like you let a guy yeah, like, who's again really good at defending himself but if he does get hurt, he just sets everything on fire, which seems like yeah. a problem on an ocean, you know, 
something that <laughs> sails on the ocean. I can only imagine the application process for the Don the Don Creek Pirates is like, hey, we got this great guy. He walks around with a big shield. He's a great guy. He'll be a great fit for our crew. But you just have to worry about if he gets if he bleeds even a little bit, he will just he will he will spontaneously self combust. <laughs> you're like, uh, you're hired. Yeah, it's perfect. And to be fair, it does work in the sense that I could get him on another ship as we do here, although he kind of wants to take this ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there, there's utilization for this. Yeah, and it there, does there up the somewhere. stakes. Like, all right, you got a yeah. shield. Now that shield is on fire. That's, yep. that's a problem. And yeah, Luffy's already on fire. <laughs> He's running around with his pants. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all the creek pirates start jumping in the ocean trying to get away from the fire sanji is just like not caring about the flames at all says this isn't yours to burn and goes for one of his big kicks yeah he jumps over the fire yeah to like, to like dive kick it's so cool <laughs> <laughs> and he's like and pearl's just like what not even wild animals would jump with that fire sanji's just like you can't be a cook if you're afraid of fire <laughs> Oh man! Again, that's such a, every that's a aspect good line. of being a cook. <laughs> <laughs> just, just him holding out the cigarette with the fire in the background. Oh man! <laughs> mm-hmm. I, it's, so you could just sort of imagine a cool guy thing, just taking the cigarette, relighting it on the fire, taking another. Oh s- yeah. <laughs> but instead of that, he does like a just, he does like a flip kick. It just he yeah. just kicks him right in the face. Yeah, dodge yeah a cartwheel. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, there you go. Dodge under the yeah. the flaming pearl surprise and just kick him straight in the face. If if that's if that's one thing I have to give to like co- the choreography in Sanji's fights, he just yes. there's so there's so many acrobatics going on. It's just mm-hmm. it's the best. <laughs> and of course, the, all this does is set off Pearl even more. So somehow he's able to send out multiple flaming pearls from his body. I don't even know what's going on here. I, I don't anymore. know. It's it's fascinating and it's strangeness and weirdness he's 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 committed to the gimmick i'll give him that oh yeah he is but it does give us a cool moment with zeph we got these flaming pearls coming towards him and without even really being able to see him with his peg leg apparently his bad leg puts out all the fires and the pearls just uselessly hit the, the restaurant when I first read this, um, I interpreted this as him kicking them away, but apparently it was the wind yeah. from his kick. And it just kind of like, holy crap. Yeah. It's, Zeph is, he's just, he's been sitting on the sidelines this whole time and he's just like, eh. I, yeah, you get the sense that he probably can take care of this himself, but <laughs> yeah, like, why should he? Leg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's then when Krieg comes in and it's like, he decides to take out Pearl himself, it looks like. I'll sink you fins yeah. and all. It's like, mm-hmm. I mean, before you can set fire to it, I'm sinking you too. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his, he's just got his giant mace coming in. Yep. And that's when Luffy braves the fire and uses gum gum bazooka to launch the, the ball and chain away and almost hit Krieg. And I hate how often they're making Krieg look cool because he's just like has a f- reaction shot. Yeah, but as far as his pose, he just keeps his arms crossed and looking cool. Yeah, if he did, if he didn't have that reaction where he's just like, uh, you know, he's very, very visibly, you know, freaked out. But like his his body language is is a lot cooler than his face. Yeah, which yeah, Krieg's face is kind of his worst part. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to give credit to the. It feels like the choreography in general for this fight is a lot more complex than what we've seen before. Oh, just absolutely. Like between. Between the two ships, 
and just like the way that Oda is using like the pillars, you know, as we see, mm-hmm. like the 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 mace like bounces back onto a you know crashes into a pillar, and the pillar you know comes down and bonks Pearl on the head. It just it feels like there's like there's like an action in reaction for every single thing, and it's just like. It's it, it it's a lot more complicated than what we've seen up to this point. Even just speaking of the choreography, look at how Luffy and Sanji dodge. Yeah, like Luffy's dodge is amazing. Like the way he's like <laughs> on his on the back of it, backs of his fingers, feet above his yeah. head, getting away from that thing. Yeah, and it's just so it's such a ridiculous way to take out a ridiculous character. Where he's just bashed on the top of a he- top of his head by a mast, yeah. knocking him out. <laughs> and I l- just love the closing lines. Like what a freak stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> he, he Oda knows that this guy was super gimmicky. That's, oh that's yeah. He's he just like, I, I need a fight for Sanji. So we'll, yeah, we'll just basically. do this. <laughs> and then we get, Honestly, I completely forgot about this. This caught me off I forgot guard, about this part too, yeah. Where Gein shows back up and he has Zeph on the ground with a with a shotgun basically at his pointed at him. And yeah. I missed it at first, but he ripped off his peg leg. That's how he got him. Oh, like he snuck yeah, up behind him and now. ripped off his peg leg. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, you're right. All, all it is, it's like, I don't want to kill you. And that just end there. It's yeah. like, oh, what, what a pl- what a place to end this week's chapters. I know it's oh, agonizing. Man. This arc is bonkers. It really is like it. You you think it just get right to the fight with Krieg, but people just keep showing up. And yeah, I, I it just like, keeps escalating and escalating and escalating. I, yeah. I loved this this week's batch of chapters. Oh, it was so much fun. Yeah, just yeah. that the the Zoro Yeehawk fight I hadn't revisited in a while. It's still it's still excellent. It just is still still now one of my favorite Zoro moments in the mm-hmm. in, in the entirety of One Piece. And you just you just have the escalation of everything else after that. It's so well done. And the SBS gives us uh, Sanji's age. He's nineteen years old. Nineteen years old, just like Zoro. And I also love how one of the questions is just like, I love Nami and I'm not going to give give her up to the likes of Sanji. Therefore, I challenge him <laughs> to a duel. And, or just like, okay, fight. <laughs> it's like he knows, <laughs> he just knows that Sanji will destroy him. I, uh, Oda so often leans into the bit with his reader questions. And it just makes for such a fun interplay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and already at this point, he has four assistants that help with ba- yeah. backgrounds and whatnot. And it's, I like this little behind the scenes. They come to help for two nights and three days each week sleeping over. And without these people, it would be impossible to complete a script in a week. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that. Mm- Sounds about right, based on my knowledge. Yeah, it, that that does seem about about it. So, man, <laughs> what a great set of chapters! That, that's One really piece is really again. We're 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 in year two. Oda's like kid gloves are off, and we're we're just feeling that it feels like every single aspect of the series is just starting to ramp up. Yeah, and it just oh, it's it's so exciting. I'm I'm loving it. Oh, I'm I'm there for it, and. Yeah. Ah, uh, I can't wait to see more. Like Krieg still sucks, but everything, <laughs> everything surrounding it is still so good. That kind of makes up for that weakness of a villain. Absolutely. Yep. So we'll see uh, what happens next time. But with that, I believe we've said all we've wanted to say about chapters 51 to 55 of One Piece. Thank you so much for listening. If you And you can find more of my ramblings and stream VODs over at BitNerd Games on YouTube or BitNerd with an underscore at the end on Twitter. Brandon, where can they find you at? 
I'm at Brandon Bovia on Twitter, talking about anime and manga and games in my job. I guess if I have to plug anything, you might have to scroll down a bit on my timeline, or maybe you can um, you, you can probably search it on Twitter or whatever. But I was just on a podcast called Manga Mavericks, which you know they they are a, a manga podcast, obviously, um, and they they got me and a few of my letterer friends together to just to kind of talk about the industry, uh, and Ooh, it seems to be fun. fairly well received so far. Everybody seems to really like it and to find it informative, so. In any, I, I'm always, I find it a pleasure to talk about my work and sort of illuminate the things that people might not think about. So, yeah, give it a awesome. listen if you can track it down. And that's manga ma- mavericks. Yeah, manga mavericks. Do you happen to know what episode it is? Uh, just so people can find um, it. More I don't easily? think they use numbers. Okay, um, but yeah, it, it's it'll be one of their more recent episodes by the time this comes out. Yeah, definitely give that a look. Listen to Brandon in more things. He, yeah. he knows his stuff. <laughs> I'm I'm around. You can't. He's around. Definitely. But <laughs> if you'd like to help us out more, you can support the podcast over at patreon.com slash Derek Bittner. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K-B-I-T-N-E-R. Love having a differently spelled name that everybody can misspell <laughs> to, <laughs> to listen to the next episode three days early. And make sure to return next time as we discuss chapters 56 to 60 of One Piece. Until then, my friends. Bye. Remember to take life one piece at a time. I solemnly swear, from this moment forward, that I will never lose again! (laughs) Until the day comes when I defeat him and take his title! I will never, never be defeated! Is that okay? King of the Pirates!